Yeah. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own that motherfucker. Figured out this shit is simple. My stock been going up like a crescendo. Right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Free Tuition. Uh, we're still in season two. We're at episode 12 here now. And we're at the home stretch. We got a, it's championship week. Most of the regular season is over. There's some makeup games going on this week for uh, teams that are not playing in the big games. But uh, Malone, we're here. We finally made it. Finally made it, my man. Um, obviously, we're, we're happy to have gotten somewhat of a full season here. And, um, you know, now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. And some teams are starting to really start to play for something here. So championship week, man, let's get into it. It looked like for a little bit there, like it was around like probably week four, week five, it started to get a little bit colder. COVID cases have been on the rise. There was a little bit of time there where I was kind of, I was sitting thinking to myself, like, are we really going to make it to the end? I didn't, I didn't know if we would be here. I really didn't know if we would be playing championship games or not, but uh, we got a, a full weekend of really good games starting on Friday. Uh, but before we get into that, and we got some other things to talk about, early uh, signing day was today as we're recording here. Simone and I are going to dive into some of those, uh, some of those uh, signings, some of the classes. But let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Tigers. We're going to start off with the Tiger Talk segment, and I'm going to let you go ahead and take the floor. You guys had a, a big game this past weekend. Uh, yeah, to leave it off, to lead it off here in the Tiger Talk segment, um, you know, it was a, a, a robbery game for, for the Tigers this past week against Florida, our permanent East opponent. Play them every year, always a battle. Uh, I can't remember a game here recently where it wasn't close. So, you know, we had one uh, this weekend, and, and to be honest, the, the cards were stacked up against us. Um, we had Max Johnson going into the Swamp. True freshman QB, if you've been following us throughout the year, this is who I thought was going to be the quarterback out the gate when T.J. Finley first, I mean, when Max Brennan first went down um, against Missouri. Uh, it ended up being T.J. Finley, and Max Johnson kind of just got spot duty. By the way, this is Max Johnson, son of uh, Brad Johnson, former NFL champion of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, so, you know, he led us into the swamp, really young team, and and, and we got a dub. Uh, to be honest, I think that Florida might look past his game a little bit. Um, was focusing on Bama for the SEC championship that they have this week, which, I mean, you know, to be fair, I get it. I get it, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, my Tigers came to play, and, and they made plays all over the field. Uh, but, I mean, we got to start with Max Johnson. I mean, the moxie, poise. Timely throws, timely runs that he had uh, was was excellent. Um, he played a great game. I think he's kind of cemented himself here as uh, as a number two going forward for sure, uh, and, and maybe even try to compete for the starting job when when Miles is healthy. Um, and to actually get into that real quick, uh, Miles' health overall is absolutely in question. Um, there have been some talks that he might not come back from this injury. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. developed here in the last two to three weeks. Um, so you know, this this may be a precursor, unfortunately, to how may thing how things may unfold. Um, but back in, in regarding to the game, you know, Max Johnson, twenty for thirty six, three touches. 
Um, the biggest takeaway, no turnovers, no turnovers from Max Johnson in this football game, interceptions or fumbles. Um, so, you know, when you don't turn the ball over, that's always a great thing, right? And uh, LSU won the turnover battle in that game, and they, they got it done, man. I'm just really proud of the football team. I think that was great for the season, and I think that it was great uh, especially for recruiting because I think that gave us some positive momentum going into this week, especially with signing day being today. And uh, I think that that win paid off. But a huge shout-out to the coaching staff for sticking together and the young guys uh, who, who, who were out there balling because, yeah, like I said, it's um, – you know, we have very, very few seniors on this football team uh, this year. So got a lot of young kids out there playing and, and, and they got it done. I know I'm being long winded, but uh, yeah, no, no, you're just, just really, really proud of, uh, of the football team as a whole from top to bottom players and coaches for um, for that win last week. And 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 shout out to Joey Galloway. Who uh, I don't know if you've seen the clip, but before the LSU Florida game, the the color guy uh, uh, you know the, the host or whatever you want to call him he was uh, he was leading the you know leading into going to the game and he asked Joey Galloway and Jesse Palmer uh, the two football guys on the show about their predictions for the game and Joey Galloway just straight up laughed and said how you know Florida's gonna blow blow LSU out and it's not even gonna be a contest and so on and so forth and not even just that but at halftime he doubled down. He doubled down at halftime and said again how Florida's going to come back, win this game. It's not going to be close. And, you know, um, trust me, I stayed up after to see what he was going to say after the game. And he didn't have much, you know, he kind of just brushed it off. But shout out to him for doubting the Tigers. I think I, uh, I, think I saw yeah. you, uh, you tweeting at him a little bit. I was definitely tweeting at him, man. Like, <laughs> I'm still waiting for him to come outside, man. You know, it's it's <laughs> – it's crazy, man. It's crazy. These guys, man, they talk all this trash on TV, and then when it's time to knuckle up as far as, uh, you know, eat your crow, man. Eat your crow. You were wrong. Stand on that shit, man, because he, he – I mean, the laugh was disrespectful. Like, like there was, you know, a lot of former players and um, things of that nature tweeting about it and talking about it. Like, damn, you know, like it, – it's really crazy to me how people have kind of – like, I know LSU has not necessarily lived up to uh, – what people wanted um, after a championship season, but it, it's just, it's incredible to me how people act like LSU isn't LSU. Like it's not an elite program. You know what I mean? You know, like, uh, right. and then, you know, you got the, the one hit wonder talk from all these different fan bases. Uh, uh, like, like LSU hasn't won three national championships since 2003. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it's, it's, it's wild, but I, I expect next year for us to, to, you know, bounce back a little bit and, and and I think this win this week might propel us to uh a bright future for the twenty twenty one season. Yeah. You get everybody back, you get everybody healthy, Stingley will be back because he's still hurt, right? Yeah. He and yeah, another, he's, the season. he's been playing hurt all year. That's nothing people don't really realize. Stingley legit been playing hurt the whole year. So Oh, I didn't even know he was still playing. Yeah, he didn't he didn't play this week. Uh he might play uh he might play this week coming up, but he didn't play against Florida. Okay. Um, but yeah, so and and did you see the pick six from Eli Ricks? I did. True freshman. So, yeah. I mean, you got him and Stingley next year on the outside. I mean, I don't, you know, you get some some elevated safety play, man. We may be on to something. It's going to be a fun, you know, upcoming season because you guys got, I mean, we're going to dive into the recruiting here in a little bit, but I think you guys were number four in team rankings, at least for, you know, 
here on Free Tuition, we follow 24-7 sports. Uh, you know, I mean, you can follow rivals and ESPN all you want, but I think 24-7 sports is probably the most accurate when it comes to uh, how players are ranked individually coming out of high school and how that also transitions into uh, the next level uh, in the pros. And so uh, 24-7, uh, LSU is ranked number four. So, I mean, the, you guys aren't going anywhere. I mean, it's you're going to have the players. you got the coaching staff. Um, I think next year will be a big one. Yeah, Um you know, it's it's it should be it should be good. Now, I will say uh, there's a lot of things hanging over LSU's head right now with this this title nine this title nine stuff that's going on. Um, you know, that's it's some it's some serious shit happening. And uh, obviously, you know the the proper heads need to roll if if things do need to happen because obviously, you know, um, none of that is tolerable by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, LSU needs to do what they need to do um, to get their ducks in a row. Um, and and have the heads roll that need to be rolled. So uh, hopefully they get that resolved soon. But I will say uh, just obviously we'll get into it, but that has not seemed to have affected the Tigers on the recruiting trail. So um, that's a good thing so far, but they, they need to get that squared away immediately and get rid of whoever they need to get rid of. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on the opposite side of the Tiger talk here, I don't have much. Uh, Clemson, they had an off week last week. Um, I think, no. Or did we play Virginia Tech? That was the week before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Clemson was off this week, uh, preparing for this rematch with Notre Dame coming up. Uh, but I do have the, the one thing I will share is with, uh, with Justin Ross. So he had his uh, follow up doctor's appointment to basically see if it's a possibility if he's going to play football again. So far, everything seems to be progressing pretty well. Everything that's supposed to be healing right is healing correctly. And uh, he's he's actually been practicing. No contact for him, so he's not getting tackled or anything. But he is out there running drills and things like that. And he's still uh, – there was actually rumors that he may come back for the uh, for the championship playoff or whatever it may be. But Dabo kind of shut that down. And uh, he's saying right now he's projecting as long as everything keeps progressing the way it is, possibly getting him back uh, maybe for spring ball if he decides to come back. He, you know, he's eligible to go to the draft, so uh, he may try to get the money while it's there. But I don't, I just don't know. I think for him, it may be worth it for him to come back another year because I don't know what this has done to his draft stock, but I, I can't imagine it's helped it much. Yeah, I, I tell you, that's a. It's going to be a tough decision as far as that goes. Uh, what do you do? I guess you know. I know these guys uh, kind of have. Um, they they get they hear from the NFL. You know, they kind of figure out their standing before. Yeah, they have to make a, a true decision. So he'll he'll be be able to better gauge whether it's a good idea to kind of bet on himself and take the bread right now, or come back and and you know run the risk of uh, playing and. You know, seeing how it goes, but we know if he plays another college football season, he plays a whole year healthy, he's going to put up the numbers. You know, that's, that's oh, yeah. there's no there's no doubt about that. But now I will say, um, as far as just this, the eligibility goes, it's going to be a crazy year this year, period, because of the rule that the NCAA put in as far as how basically this year eligibility doesn't really count. So, yeah. It, Everybody's you know, going to get an extra year. Yeah, everybody gets an extra year. So it's going to be interesting to see guys who 
most most notably at this point, seniors who decide to come back and and, and play another year. So that's 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 going to be interesting down the stretch. Hundred percent, and uh, good news from him. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does if he comes back. I think he's probably going to come back, but you know, time will tell. We'll probably know here after the season's over. But let's go ahead and jump into these. Uh, the recruiting. So early signing day was, uh, as we mentioned today, and LSU, uh, of course, number four in the recruiting rankings on twenty four seven. Alabama, of course, uh, they end up taking the top spot. Ohio State coming in at number two, Georgia at number three, of course, LSU at four, and Clemson rounds out the top five. So nothing really surprising here. I think this is pretty much how. We expected it to shake out. Um, and then even the next five, you know, you got Oregon at six, Oklahoma at seven, Florida at eight, Notre Dame at nine, Miami at ten. No big surprises there. If you look a, a little bit further down, one I'm a little bit shocked about is Michigan coming in at number 12. Um, I honestly didn't think that, especially after this year, that the recruiting would still be there for Michigan. I think they've been, um, you know, definitely fighting as far as to uh, keep their class together. Um, but, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I, I definitely still feel like Michigan is just kind of one of those programs that and they kind of speak for themselves a little bit. It's one of those schools where sometimes it may not matter who's there as far as the coach. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, it's Michigan. Yeah. You know, we Michigan, you know, they, they haven't been, you know, on the highest of stages here over the past, let's say, you know, five to 10 years, but they're still, you know, they got the name, they got the name, they got the the brand behind them. They, um, the alumni behind them. So they're not going to be going anywhere as far as recruiting. Um, but going back to the top five, I mean, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this is, these have been the five teams in the top five for the past five to 10 years. That I've been, that I just referred to, right. I mean, uh, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Clemson. I mean, that's that's kind of your cream of the crop as far as recruiting year in and year out. Um, I will say uh, I do feel as if uh, uh, Bama, Ohio State, and and Clemson are just a, a tad bit on a on a on a slightly different level. Obviously, Clemson is sitting at five right now, but I have a feeling that you guys won't be sitting at five by the time we get to February. Um, yeah. So. You know, it's, it's, this is, this is, this is it right here. This is it right here, you know? So, um, I, I expect these five teams to, to clean up well by the end of this time, uh, by the end of February when everything settles in the, in the dust is what it is. But, um, here we are, man. But Alabama and Ohio State right now are really cleaning up. Yeah. And we, you know, there's some guys that have not committed yet. One of them right. being uh, the number one overall recruit for 24-7, Corey Foreman. He originally committed to Clemson back earlier at the beginning of the year. Um, halfway through the year, he uh, decommitted. Uh, basically, and I think you and I even touched on it, it was basically the, the Dabo's rule. Like, if you commit, you can't take visits to other schools. Um, and uh, I guess Corey wanted to still open up and weigh his options and see what else is uh, is out there. And I know he's come back to Clemson for another visit, um, but uh, you know, right now, Crystal Ball, they have him uh, 58% at uh, USC, but 32% LSU. 
And before we came, uh, before we came live, uh, you know, Malone was uh, telling me he's got something for us here. Yeah, uh, regarding Corey Foreman's uh, recruitment, um, he's he's he, you know he's like you said he was committed to Clemson. Um, Dabo has a rule in place where you know you can do certain things, it can do certain things. Once that happens, he opened things up. He's been to LSU a bunch of times. He's been to Georgia a bunch of times, and he's he's been back to Clemson. Um, and obviously USC USC is a home school, so there's no telling really how many times he's been there, right? So yeah. um, now. What I saw today was pointed out to me on, um, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Max Preps, right? Yeah. Um, Max Preps is kind of like the first, the first of the first as far as this recruiting shit goes. Right. Um, they've never really just been, you know, just super big like these other ones, but they were kind of the first. But uh, anyway, from what I was reading um, on the insider boards and so on and so forth, Corey always planned to sign during the early period, but just wait to announce, right? So he's already signed. Um, now, Max Preps released a list of the top prospects, and they, I, they messed up. They messed up, and they already showed where Corey signed to, and it's actually USC. He's going to USC. Um, it's done deal. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Um, so that's that's what we're gonna see whenever that time comes out when he wants to commit and have his moment. But that's that's what we're that's what it's gonna be. Um, but wow. they they yeah they they put the image out and then you know maybe ten minutes later it was you know it was gone. Obviously, I feel like right? I saw it. Now now that you say that, I think I saw it. Yeah, but you that's. Know? So that's 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 what I can expect. That's what I expect to see from from Corey whenever he decides to announce that uh, USC being his choice and him him staying home. And stay home. Hey, I, I get it. Um, I, I understand. You know, and now as I'm looking at, it, I see it now. Uh, you see that? Yep. I, I see. He's yeah. He's got looks like his family in the background. Everybody's wearing Trojan gear. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, also, that's that's good for him, man. He gets to stay home. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, we we talk up USC a lot here. Shouts out to Jeff. Uh, yeah, man, shout out to Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to see. It. I know I, we lost him, but that's cool, man. I mean, I really don't want anybody who doesn't want to be there. You know, it's, absolutely. It's kind of one of those things. Like if you know, just don't come. Yeah, go ahead and. Uh, yeah. Stay home, do your thing. Uh, you know he's going to bring a lot of force to that uh, that defense for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know he might be the the first piece they need to kind of get back to what they've what we know USC to be right. Um, so you know I'm 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 happy for the school, happy for the program. I, I think that's a that's a big win for them. So um, no telling where they'll take them in the final rankings when it's time, but. Uh, I was gonna say they're sitting at thirteen right now in the in the rankings. So when they when it gets announced, I mean they're gonna shoot up at least to like I would say, gotta be just looking at some of the teams ahead of them. I mean they gotta be maybe eleven or ten, maybe a little further. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe uh, between eight and ten uh, when the dust settles because. Um, Tell they're in for they're in for some other guys. I mean, LSU even has a linebacker. Um, 
uh, Ray John Davis. He's from California as well. And he did not sign today because he wants to see how things shake out with, uh, with LSU's defensive um, um, staff, potential changes that are on the way with that. So um, I can see that happening with him as well. I mean, he's a California kid. Um, he's probably has to know that Corey is going there and so on and so forth. I mean, it may be on to something here. They, they may creep up here by, by the time um, this is over and, and done with. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of weird because I keep forgetting this is the early signing day, yeah. which is, it's like, it's awesome because it's like you get a second signing day, but it's kind of like Christmas comes early because, uh, you know, it's always kind of this middle of December type ordeal, and uh, it's a fun time, and then we'll get to do this again here in a couple of months in February. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, uh, the early signing is probably the one of the better things that uh, NCAA has has um brought forth here over the last couple of years um i think it's absolutely great for the coaching staff of these colleges because you know you get a kid to commit and you get them to sign early and and yeah and, get them enrolled early yeah and and you know cool. it, it it stops the 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 train as far as you know potential flips and and so on and so forth you know um so it's it's i, I love the early signing period and, and like you said it's almost like having two christmases yeah, speaking of flips, Nate man. Wiggins. Man, yeah, yeah, man. LSU uh, has they they got like three players flipped um, over the past week or so. Uh, um, you got Nathaniel Wiggins, uh, JoJo Earl, and uh, Keanu Cote. Uh, the the latter two both flipped to Bama, and Wiggins uh, flipped to. Um, Clemson, uh, I mean, what can I say? Uh, I think uh, I think coaching staffs are negatively recruiting the hell out of LSU right now um, just because of the season that's been had and obviously yeah. with the looming things with Title IX. So, you know, I, I hate it, uh, but I, I can't really blame Recruiting's a dirty game, so, you know, um, I can't really be mad at the teams that are, are doing said things, but that's definitely what's happening out here. Um, so... But, you know, number four class so far, so hopefully things can, can keep trending its way. But, you know, it's the game we're in, though. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. You and, win some, uh, you lose some. Alabama, of course, having that number one class. Uh, you know, I mean, they got the two studs uh, as far as uh, offensive tackles and uh, Tommy Brockermeyer and J.C. Uh, is it Latham? I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the rich get richer. I mean, man. what can I mean, you say, man? about yeah. that hall just just that hall alone i mean literally you know both early enrollees so they'll be there next month i mean it's um that's about as good as hall as you could get in recruiting in any year the top two offensive tackles i mean you're 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 set you're set those are your two bookends for the next three years right yep. there. unreal unreal so i'm excited to see i mean at the end of the day these are all rankings. These are all just guesses. They got to get on the field. Coaching's going to play a factor. Who's going to get these boys up to ready to play? But it's always fun to see like where these players go and where they rank the teams based on that. And uh, and no, I mean usually twenty four seven and some of these other ones they get it right as far as I mean the only team that really gets high up in the rankings every year and, and fails to meet those expectations is Georgia. Um, mm. who pull in another, uh, number three class and 
probably going to be the same, you know, same story, different day. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Mom. But, yeah, it's uh, Georgia. What, what can we say? At, at, at some point here, Kirby's really got to win the big one. Uh, you know, it's 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 got to happen at some point. I mean, the guy pulls in top five classes every year since he's gotten there, and a lot of those have been top three. Yeah. You know? So it's it's, it's got to. Yeah, I mean, it's got to it's got to turn into results at some point pretty soon. Here. JT may save his ass though. JT's been looking good. Yeah, he's he's you know he had a pretty good game this past week uh, against Missouri on the road too. They might have be they might have beat Florida if he played. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Straight up. Straight up. I mean, he ended up having a. I mean, we'll call it three hundred yards, but it was two ninety nine, three touchdowns. He was sixteen for twenty seven. I mean, he, he he looks like who we think he is. Right. Exactly. Exactly, so, uh, bro. So we'll see. I mean, next year he'll be healthy. He still gets that year of eligibility back. So he may he may be there for a couple of years, and uh, we'll see how it goes. They may be dangerous with him because that's, in all honesty, I feel like that's all they've needed. I mean, Jake Fromm was not the guy. It is you know right? He was not they made the a guy. mistake. They made a mistake letting Justin Fields, Justin Fields go. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, I mean, a huge, huge mistake by letting that happen. So, and I mean, we see it. We see it, right? So, um, you know. What what can we say? They uh they 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 screwed the pooch with that one. Um, now I will say, just to you know, rival Bama Bama here as far as recruiting, uh, we can't really leave out Ohio State and what they continue to do on the trail. Um, Man. they have they have been a factory for for some years now, and and to be fair, I think they're recruiting on a level like Bama and oh yeah and, and Clemson. Uh, you know, I mean, they just you know they kind of pick a name on the list and, and if they really want them, they can go get them with no problems, you know? So it's, uh, they're, they're out here again with their, their crown jewel of their class and being Jack Sawyer. Um, oh yeah. And, and he make a, yeah, yeah. And he make a, a buka. So it's, it's what, well, you know, what can we say? They, those, those two studs, um, I'm sure kind of be leading the way. And I don't think that they're done. Uh, they got some other guys out there that they, that they may be able to land as well. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Six five-stars and five five-stars for Alabama and Ohio State, respectively. And then incredible 14 four-stars and 13 four-stars. But like yeah. you said, this is this is why we play the games, though. You know, we, we got to yeah. play the games. So, Start on me you know, we're going to go out there. Right, right. So, But, uh. But usually those guys, yeah, they they go out there and they play. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, you know, I mean, the, we're gonna see a lot of these guys. We're gonna be talking about here probably within the next couple of seasons, maybe even maybe even next season. These guys, these are guys that can absolutely come out and play freshman year. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Now I will let me give a quick shout out to one player, and uh, which is typically the most important position on the field for football. Who I think may be able to go into Oklahoma next year and might be able to battle Spencer Rattler for that spot, even though Rattler have a year of experience under his belt. But, young you know, Caleb. young Caleb Williams, man, the guy is a stud, a stud. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that Rattler has played, you know, that well to the point where his spot can't be taken. 
I'm actually pretty excited to see it too. I don't think he, I don't think he has either. I mean, he's kind of underwhelmed. They have come back, you know, and from that struggle they had at the beginning of the season and, and played better, but he hasn't looked like I, I came in earlier this year and said he, he has a chance to win the Heisman. That's, that's, you know, a joke now. Um, right. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, Caleb Williams, yeah, he's, he's the man. I mean, he's he's going to be one of those guys that we'll be talking about him as a Heisman ca- uh, candidate in a few years. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, and, you know, most most important position on the field, uh, you know, so he, he's he's got a chance to make an impact real early. Um, I can't recall. Let me pull him up real quick. If he enrolls, if he's an early enrollee, I mean, and he I is. Think he is. Yeah. And he is. Yeah. So, and, and a lot of the top quarterbacks usually are. You know, um, I think that's a great thing that they try to take advantage of. Uh, so, him being an early enrollee is definitely going to help his case and and give him a chance to you know do something special, get in there, learn a playbook quickly, and and you know try to get Rattler run for his money. It's going to be exciting to see what happens down there in Oklahoma. Um, so. Malone, let's go ahead and dive into these games. So we've got all five of the Power Five leagues playing their championship games this weekend. We got one game on Friday. Um, so we've been doing the Pick'em Challenge throughout the year, uh, and this will be our last week doing the Pick'em. Well, I guess we could do the playoff and the championship game, but uh, definitely our last week we're doing a full Pick'em Challenge. And uh, let's go ahead and put these five championship games in there we're going to start pack 12 friday night kickoff 8 p.m on fox uh, 8 p.m eastern oregon and number 13 usc now oregon is three and two they're technically not supposed to be here washington was the uh the rightful uh team to be in the game they're having some covid issues so the pack 12 replaced them with oregon which is kind of weird but you know, I mean, it's still Oregon. I mean, they've had a couple of bad losses, but USC five and zero, undefeated. But right now, they're sitting at a three point favorite. Uh, Moan, anything, anything you expect to see in this game from either um, from either side, as far as like, uh, and what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think USC is going to pull up the win, go six and zero, and possibly make a case for a playoff? Man, I you know. To be honest, I, I really, man, I, I, I my gut kind of tells me that this is this might be where USC's uh, run comes to an end here. Um, I mean, I think this just plays out perfectly for Oregon. Uh, you know, they're the replacement team. Um, you know, they shouldn't even be here type deal. They're only here because of COVID. I'm sure they're using that as motivation all week. And uh, and to be frank, I mean, obviously. USC, there's something to say for their. They've got, they've had some gutsy wins. All five wins have been gutsy, um, but that kind of play can only really last for so long. You know what I mean? As far as being down, coming back, so on and so forth. Um, it's 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 tough to do, and we're talking about a championship game, right? Um, yeah. And you know, obviously, Oregon is the defending Pac-12 champions. They got something to play for. You know, they they want to they want to keep their crown, right? So. Um, I'm I'm actually going to pick the Ducks in this game. I've been going back and forth because I agree with you. I mean, Ducks have something to play for. I just don't know. I mean, you couldn't beat Cal. You couldn't beat Oregon State. Now, Grant, both of those games are on the road. 
Um, but at the same time, Slovis has a little bit of moxie in him this year. He's, he's you know, even though they are having to come back from behind and win those games, he's making it happen. And they had a couple of uh, good wins against, uh, you know, a couple of really good teams. Uh, well, I say really good, but you got, you know, a win against Utah and Washington State. I mean, they're no slouches. Right. And I think, I think they, I'm going to go the Trojans. Okay. I think they can do it. I really do. Because um, I think they have something to prove also. That because they probably hear chatter that you know they you know probably like what we're talking about like they you know they're five and zero oh, but some of those wins will come from behind you know last minute plays different things like that and do are they really as good as you know their record and I don't know I think they have something to play for too and especially with a playoff appearance possibly on the line I mean right. we'll see how the the committee shakes all of that up here, but I could definitely see the Trojans pulling the uh, the win against the Ducks. Yeah, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, excuse me, I can, I can definitely see USC, you know, winning the game. I'm just, you know, some about it just just makes me feel like Oregon is is gonna is gonna pull this one out. But no, nah, like you said, though, I, I love I love Slovis. I mean, the guy's got super confidence in Moxie. Um, and- and obviously, there's no fans, but it is at the Coliseum. Right. So it's a home game for USC on their field. Probably a little bit more comfortable. You know, again, no fans, but. Now, Scott, I'm about to look something up, but I just seen something flash on my bottom line on ESPN. Uh, it looks like USC's leading rusher may be out this week, maybe out on Friday. Um, I believe that's what I just saw flash across on the bottom screen, but I'm going to double check this right now. And no, I think is, you're right. Um, and that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it here too. Unlikely to play. And well, that's not good. It's not good. But at the same time, I mean, you know, uh, slow is just throwing a rock. Nice, a nice bit here. I mean, it's, it's, Guys got to step up. I mean, it's a championship game. It's still USC. You know, they 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 got guys. Um, they got guys, man. I mean, I guess uh, Marquis Step is probably going to take over as the primary back. Yep. And uh, I mean, you still got uh, Stephen Carr over there, who's a senior. Uh, so you got you got guys with experience. Got guys uh, they're going to get their reps and and yeah, Slovis is you know he's had a great year. Uh, Fifteen touchdowns. I think he's only thrown like four picks. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty efficient. I think he's seventy percent uh, accuracy right now. So we'll see. I, I'm still picking the Trojans, even with uh, even with the running back out. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, you know, it, it should be a really good game. I'm happy that it's Friday, so we can kind of, uh, yeah, you know, have something to watch on Friday night. But uh, on to this next game, on to the Big Twelve. Here we got Iowa State and Oklahoma. Um. Both teams have kind of had uh, up and down. You know, Iowa State started off hot. Oklahoma did not. And now here they are meeting up in the championship game for the Big 12. Uh, who do you who do you like in this one, my man? You know, and, and they played, I think, what was it, week three? They uh, this year. Yeah, I can't recall um, the actual week. It was pretty early on, um, yeah. and Iowa State, that was one of those games that Oklahoma lost. 
I think it was when they went one and two. So I think it was like week three or maybe week four. Um, But uh, (sighs) Iowa State just looks so good. They look they look real good. Their only loss is against Louisiana, right? One, um, and they've won every other game. They, I, for the most part, they've won pretty much all their games convincingly. And they did and, lose Oklahoma State. Oh, that's right. They did lose Oklahoma State. So they're uh, they're what eight and two? Eight and two. Eight and two. Eight and two. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I did forget they they uh, lost that game, but. I mean, a lot of these wins. I mean, you beat Baylor. You, you know, shut out Kansas State, uh, forty-five to zero. You beat Texas on the road. Like I said, you beat Oklahoma earlier in the year. You beat TCU on the road. They got, they've got a lot of quality wins, and they've got a really good team. I'm actually curious if they win this game, if it gives them any kind of boost in the playoff to possibly make uh, make their final four bid. I guess it really kind of shakes. It depends on how the rest of the game shake out here. But I think, man, it's tough because it's so hard to beat the same team twice. But I just don't know Bingo. if I can – I don't know if I can pick Oklahoma. I think I'm going yeah. to go Iowa State. Iowa State, all right, all right. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I, I, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, I, well, I'm picking Oklahoma to win the game, but – I'm going to agree with you as far as how Iowa State's been playing. I mean, they look really good. They've had a great month. Um, well, shit, a great two months. Uh, you know, what, what, what can we say? Um, they, they, they look good. Um, but like you just said, it's hard to be a team twice. It's and, very hard. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to go Oklahoma in this football game. And honestly, I'm going to go Oklahoma because, you know, They've kind of been running this Big 12 shit, and until they, they lose it, I got to go with them. You know what I mean? Um, so that's 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 going to be my take for this one. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, like we've kind of been talking about him on this episode so far, Rattler's, Rattler's going to have to show up, and he's going to have to play his best game. And yeah. we're not 100% sure that he can do that quite yet, so we're going to see. I mean, they've been thrashing people ever since the Iowa State loss. I mean, they had that four-overtime game against Texas, and then they beat TCU pretty handily. Uh, put up 62 against Texas Tech and Kansas. Uh, they beat Oklahoma State 41 to 13. That was back when Oklahoma State was still, you know, yeah, we were talking that was about. impressive. That was yeah. probably their best game so far this year. Yeah. Um, so they they definitely have it in them. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe I should flip before we lock these in because <laughs> I keep I, I keep. You know what? I'm gonna pull a Nate Wiggins, man. I'm gonna flip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a flip, man. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to Fair enough. Fair I enough. Gotta, I, 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 it's so hard to beat the same team twice in Oklahoma. They have looked really good. Uh, I gotta give it to them. They've looked so much better than they did at the beginning of the year when we were making fun of them. And so uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Sooners. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. I mean, I. I definitely think they pulled off, and like I said, man, I mean they've they've won the Big Twelve like a hundred years in a row. I mean, I you know, I gotta go with them. Gotta go with them. Yeah. Well, this next game is the Big Ten Championship, um, and you know there was a little bit of controversy on this uh, about a week ago, but here we are, Northwestern, uh, six and one, number fourteen, uh, playing, of course, Ohio State, five and zero, undefeated. Um, it sucks for Ohio State because they, you know, they miss so many games. 
with COVID, uh, you know, we didn't get to see the Michigan game, which Jim Harbaugh is probably, you know, thanking God for that. But we didn't get to see him play Maryland. We didn't get to see him play Illinois. And I don't know. I mean, do you think there's any possibility that they could be rusty against Northwestern? Who's actually had a pretty solid year. Man, Ohio State by 100. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, you know. Ohio State's on a different level, man. They they want to to me, you know, just like talent level alone. I I don't see any kind of way, shape, or form that you know they're allowed to go out in this football game and not dominate. Uh, and you know, as far as playoff purposes goes, I I kind of feel like they have to dominate um, to the utmost. Because uh, I mean, there's a lot of chatter right now. A lot of people don't believe that they deserve to be where they're at right now. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know how strong the media is, right? So oh, yeah. it's, um, you know, I think they got to come out here and really ball, and uh, I think they will. So I've been, getting, I've been giving Jeremy a hard time about this all week. Have you? <laughs> I, I have. I, I'm not going to lie. I've been <laughs> saying things like, you know, hey, you know, Northwestern's going to come in there and smack you in the mouth. But I've, been, I've honestly just done that to annoy him. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, Ohio State's going to go in there and, beat the brakes off of them um just to put it quite frankly uh you know i'm over here saying the rust factor but let's be honest it's rest for them not rust great way to put it that's an excellent way to put it right there. yeah so ohio state uh that one's pretty easy for us that's gonna be i think the noon game on is it okay saturday if i'm not mistaken yeah 12 o'clock eastern time I believe there was another game that was also 12 o'clock. Um, yeah, Oklahoma and Iowa State is also a noon game. Um, going a little bit later into the evening, the night game is Florida and Alabama, the SEC championship. Um, I did not put – usually this is like the premier game in, in championship week, and I still think it's one of the premier games. But for the first time ever, I think the ACC championship has a little bit more – um allure to what it really means um so we're gonna save that one for last florida and alabama florida coming off that loss against lsu they got two losses now but they're still ranked number seven and you got this game against alabama who's ranked number one they're undoubtedly the best team in the country right now they beat the brakes off of everybody they play doesn't matter who lines up against them. They've been beating everybody by 50 all year. Um, so how do you feel about this? I mean, well, first of all, if Florida wins, do you think they have a shot in the playoff? Still? No, no. No? Florida lost to an LSU team at the crib on senior night. They're 24-point favorites. No. No, they're not. They're not. Honestly, I don't think anybody who's got two losses is getting in. No matter what they do, or no matter who yeah. they beat, I, I think you got to be undefeated or a one-loss team. Period to uh, to get in the playoffs. So um, that's what I'm expecting to see. And I tell you, as far as this game goes, just like the Ohio State game, I got Bama by 100. I mean, this is this this shit gonna be a track meet. Um, I'm I'm expecting Bama to really, you know, hammer these guys. If I'm if I'm being honest, uh, and I I don't think that. Florida is going to be all the way in it. I think they might still be, you know, dragging their feet from this last loss. I think this last loss against LSU really might have hurt their their psyche a little bit. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you I don't know how you really bounce back from that. And then you you think you're going to go in and beat Alabama with the way they've been playing? 
Yeah. I don't even know how you even listening to your coach this week. You like, man, what are you talking about? We we about to get our ass whooped out here because I, I just I just don't know how you you wrap your head around it mentally, honestly. Um, yeah. So yeah, I got I got Bama in the landslide on this one. Four 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 touches for Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking if I were to throw a number on it right now, fifty two twenty four. I like it. And then I'm I'm. Yeah, Florida may score a little bit more because Kyle Trask has been still even with uh, you know good. we and I expect Kyle Pitts to be back this week. From what oh. I oh my bad, Scott. I don't mean to cut you off, but boy, huge shout out to Dan Mullen for feeling like he could sit his best player. He felt like he could sit his best player against LSU because that because they was going to steamroll our ass. Jokes on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be back this week. Um, yeah, that's going to be a factor. But, yeah, that, that is funny uh, that that came around and bit him in the ass. But Oh, yeah. But either way, I mean, Kyle Pitts, no Kyle Pitts. I mean, 52-24, I'm going to call that right now. Uh, we'll see how it shakes up uh, on Saturday night. That's 8 p.m. Eastern time, so that's the primetime game. But here's the real primetime game. 4 o'clock Eastern time. ABC, Notre Dame, Clemson, the rematch. Trevor Lawrence is here. You got the defense back. You got Notre Dame, who's been hearing chatter that the first win doesn't count because everybody was hurt. And now they got something to prove. Clemson has something to prove. This is number two versus number three. It's the first top three matchup in ACC championship history. Uh, as far as the actual championship game is concerned, you got just so much animosity around this game. Ian Book has been playing great. Trevor is back. He looks like Trevor Lawrence. Well, what do you think is going to happen at 4 o'clock on Saturday? Hey, man, I'm going to go three for three on these. Clemson by a hundred, you know what I mean? Oh. It's 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 this isn't you know, I'm telling you, three out of these four championship games are gonna be blowouts. I think I, I think y'all are gonna beat the brakes off of Notre Dame. Uh, you know, obviously, um, Notre Dame has played well this year. I'm not gonna take that away from them. Um, but they're still one of those teams for me. I, I'm just not I'm not believing when it's when it's true crunch time and. Uh, I don't think that it happens this weekend um, at all. Uh, uh, obviously, Clemson has a lot to, to prove, and a lot of players didn't play. Well, one main player didn't play uh, in that first game. And, you know, that guy, I, I think I think Trevor Lawrence has probably been satisfied with his year, but I feel like he's probably not. I think he feels like he's probably could have done better, and I think this starts this weekend. And, um, you know, and, and that start – from there leads into this playoff race and into this hunt for a national championship. But I think it starts this weekend. I think we see, uh, 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 we've been seeing NFL Trevor for a long time, but I think we really see NFL Trevor from here on out. So, um, yeah, I think it's over for, for the Irish this week. hundred percent. Uh, it's championship mode for the, for Clemson. Uh, they always kind of lock in to playing the best football of the year. When it matters, 
they are historically known for throughout the regular season. Maybe there's a couple of games that they kind of ease on the brakes, you know, maybe a couple close games. In this case, this year we had the double overtime loss to Notre Dame, which, by the way, if you know Trevor, eight starters out on defense or throughout the game as the starters got hurt. At, at one point, there were eight starters hurt on the on the field. Uh, so everybody was back up. So you got guys out there. You and I were playing safety uh, in that <laughs> game at one point. So, I mean, there was just a depleted defense, and it still took two overtimes to beat them. It just shows you and tells you what – is you know i mean we're reading a book we know how the story is going to end you get these guys back it's going to be a nightmare and and this is the best football they play every single year you go back and look at all the history all the stats when you get into this acc championship game clemson throttles whoever it is there's a good chance they could throttle whoever they play the next uh the next game and the game after that they're just that good uh one of the best coach team i mean Dabo is in my opinion, the best coach in college football uh, when it comes to just overall, like just doing everything, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, from player development standpoint, he's by far and away the best player development coach, I believe. Uh, you know, I mean, Isaiah Simmons was uh, was a three-star. You know, right, right. He ended up becoming a top six, seven draft pick. Um, a lot of these guys are three-stars. You know, there's so many guys that are in the league right now that were uh, three-star athletes. And, uh, now you got four and five star athletes coming out here, and then it's it's going to be a nightmare for Notre Dame. Um, I'm also going to call this one probably. This is going to be a three uh, three touchdown game. Three touches. Yep. Yeah, I can I can I can get with that, bro. I can get I, with that. Um, I give them a forty nine twenty eight. Forty nine twenty eight. I'm gonna actually. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm actually go fifty four to seventeen on this one. Woo! Yeah, I'm gonna go fifty four to seventeen on this one, man. That's that's what I'm feeling. It's gonna be a bloodbath. I'm excited. I've been waiting for this game because I knew this game was coming. We all knew this game was coming, and uh, I'm excited that it's here. Um, chance being the playoff is on the line because you know, no matter what, whoever wins this game is in. There's a possibility whoever loses this game is in. To be quite, maybe not Clemson, but if Notre Dame loses this game. I mean, ten and one, depending on if it's a close game, like yeah. thirty-five, thirty-one, they may still sneak in and get that fourth spot. I agree. If it's a close game, it, I can I can see it happening for sure. If it's a close game, but yeah, if they get if they get blown out, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Um, now, I guess the question becomes: Who moves into that spot? USC. If Man. they win. If, if, they, if US, I feel like you can't leave out, even if it's only six games, I feel like a undefeated Power 5 champion should be playing for a national championship. Man, but that eye test, bro. The eye test. And that's what's so weird about the playoff committee is because you got all these little things. You got the eye test. You got – I mean, they do factor in conference championships. So they say yeah. – Right, um, right. You know, and then and the resumes, and I mean, you know, I I get it all. It's so it's the most complicated thing I think to come up with, as far as like who is better than who each week. And this past week, they did not. I I, I thought this past week was one of the worst rankings that they ever released. To be quite honest, but I I agree. I don't know how Florida only dropped two spots. Like what? 
I, I don't I don't get that one at all. Uh, you know, obviously, I guess I don't know if they're trying to give respect to LSU or what, but because I mean, obviously, we haven't we don't have a record to show for anything this year, so I don't understand how a loss uh, to a, a three win LSU team at the time gets you to drop two spots and still have somewhat of a chance here. So I don't know. Um, only thing I can guess with that is is the amount of games that Florida's played, maybe they're trying to reward them for, you know, playing damn near a full schedule, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't call it, but, uh, yeah, it was definitely some weird rankings nonetheless. Yeah. Well, I got the the picks locked in. Um, We have an exciting weekend of college football. Come uh, Sunday, we will know who is in the playoff. I'm excited to see that. We're going to talk about that next week, preview those games, and uh, we'll probably have, of course, our championship game. And that'll be it for this season, Malone, until we get back to – obviously, we'll get back together in February for the final recruiting um, show, do our draft show, of course, and uh, that's going to be a wrap for the season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, You know, it's been – it's been a fun year so far. I think you said we're on like episode 12. So I guess that'll put us at maybe 15 by the time we're done. If we count the draft episode. 15, 16, somewhere in there. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, I mean, plus there's just no telling what else might happen. We might need to do like an emergency pod here. Oh, you never know. I mean, you never know, you know, they're going to come out and be like, uh, NCAA football coming back to PlayStation and Xbox this year, and we're for sure getting on for that. If that were to happen, that that there's going to be an hour long pod at the minimum. Oh uh, man! If that if they if they make that announcement, everybody's coming on. Oh my goodness! Yes, everybody who's played and and you know have had a match with us on that game because I feel like man, we played that game a lot. We did. I know you still play it. I can't find my copy. Yeah, I'm 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 still on the 14 on the PS3. Like I will still crank it up and play with my guys and try to go recruit. It's it's pretty fun still. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's uh but you know, we we you know we we PS5 living right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, <laughs> that that uh Seto Kaiba lookalike is staring at me right now. <laughs> That shit is funny. I'm sure you saw that that uh, that meme. Oh yeah, no, I did. Oh I did. man, that was the best I did. One. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, I might. Uh, shit, I might get a game in. Yeah, I'm yeah, man. Done well, here, actually. Well, Malone, as always, it's a pleasure. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to Free Tuition again. Almost at the end of the season, and you've been with us uh, all year, and we really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, we'll see you next week. Appreciate y'all. Peace.